Welcome to BizBytes, brought to you by Com Together, helping businesses like yours build their brand through telling amazing stories to engage and grow audiences on multiple platforms. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of BizBytes. We're going to talk all things business growth today with someone who puts relationships front and center with all of the clients that he works with. And there's lots of, I guess, pieces to that puzzle that we're going to unlock a little bit. I'm fortunate to have known uh, Ross Keating for a number of years now, and we've done some work together. And uh, I thought he's going to be a great guest on the program. So Ross, welcome. Hi, Anthony. Thank you very much for having me here. And yeah, this is a while since we first got to know each other, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing how quickly those years go by. And uh, um, But I think it's been a, a fun ride to date, and I think there's going to be lots of things into the future. And, and uh, you know, I've always been an admirer of, of your work in the way and the thoroughness in the way that you think about the relationships because – and we were chatting just before we started – the podcast to say, how do I introduce you? Because even though I know your business, um, couldn't quite put the right words around it uh, before. And obviously, we talked and we came up with what we, what we, how we introduce yourself. But when you go into a more broader explanation of the the depth and things that you cover, what do you tend to talk about? I do talk tend to talk about business growth because most business owners and, and executives. What they're trying to do, they've got a successful business and they want to make it more successful. But what they're finding is that the business doesn't meet the expectations so much. They're, they're, they're frustrated to a degree that they throw the resources at it. They and the team are working all the hours they can and it doesn't meet the expectations. So they don't meet those goals. But it's still a successful business, but they want it to be at the level that they want it to be. And Business running a business is many different parts. It's not just one thing. You can touch one thing that can impact it, but so often they're integrated and have a symbiotic relationship or a dependency relationship on it. So when I'm looking at it, I'm looking for business growth for them, but the pain point may be around somebody saying, hey, I need a marketing automation tool. Well, why? the question is always, why? And we do everything. And that's where I, I come from is you touch one thing and it's going to touch everything else. So I look at that and it's it's about the business growth, the business sales, the productivity, the marketing, uh, the efficiency and the, the, the staff or the employees, what they're doing and how they interact and the technologies and the strategies. I think it's interesting because uh, when we uh, thinking about when we first met, and uh, I thought, oh, he. At first, I thought you're a business coach, and then uh, I know you used to talk a lot, particularly about uh, CRMs, and and that's obviously central to a lot of the things that you're talking about. But I love this business growth specialty because it does talk more broadly, and I think you're right that too often. Uh, you know, we both have it. Clients come to us for one reason. And actually, when you scratch below the surface, there's a whole bunch of other things. They think they're in one place, but really there's often a whole bunch of other work that needs to go on before you before you get there. And it's amazing how much that can unlock. And, and, and in a sense, that can be over, overwhelming for people. So having someone that's there to guide them on that journey is, is really important. Yeah, it's the guiding. I don't know their business like they know their business. Nobody 
will know it as well as they. And they experience the pain and it's their baby. And it doesn't matter how long they've had it, how big it gets, whether it's a you know a hundred thousand dollar business or it's a thirty million dollar business, it's their baby, and they know the ins and outs, they know the squeaky wheels, they know the bits that are running smooth, but they don't have often don't have the broad experience, and they can't see it objectively like we we can. Uh, you and I we go in and we we look at it differently, and, it, and your guests all look at things at a different aspect of it. But one of the things that I do is I look at it across the business, across the different parts, to see what happens. But they, you've got to solve the pain point. My first client, I got fired. Yeah, you know, that's my my worst success. <laughs> I got the client, and after about six or seven months, because I was focusing on something that wasn't as important to them as the other thing that they were fo- we were focusing on both, but I had an, an emphasis on on one particular aspect, and he let me go, and I was really disappointed <laughs> being my first client at all, and that was way back in what like, two thousand and five, two early two thousand six, or must be two thousand six when he let me go, um, and it still hurts today that I, I lost a client because I didn't do what was important to them, solve that problem first. And you can look after all the other ones. Yeah, and I think we, which raises a really important point, and I know this is again that's something that you and I share in common is is the actually the the art of listening, because um, you the, the challenge I would have thought in that particular scenario was you may well have been right in the focus, but you needed to listen to where their pain point was and take them on a journey to understand what they needed to be focusing on first. And I think that whole idea of listening is something that is lost and something that ultimately that's what you and I do in different ways uh, for the businesses that we run. But but ultimately we're, we're trying to listen in to what people need and to take them on a journey. And that's it. And we go back to that marketing automation the person put a Facebook post up on the on the, the one of the groups and said, which is the best marketing automation tool? And, you know, people came in, HubSpot, Constant Contact, Active Contact, you name it, they came up with it. And all, it was all good advice, good good suggestions. But I went and said, well, why did you, you want a marketing automation tool? How's it going to integrate with your sales process what are the goals that you're expecting what are the results you're going to expect that's going to improve and they said maybe we should have a discussion well eight years later they're still a client and they don't have a marketing automation tool they have a crm that does a lot of you know um we use in fact they use nimble crm and it does group messaging segmented messages database but it's not automated okay and they don't because they don't need it they they focus on a, a specialist market uh from that point of view yeah and i think that's um that's really important advice we can get sucked into technology very easy um you know we, we whatever the latest and greatest thing is and and certainly there's been a phase uh um, and continues to be around crms is a good example where, oh, well, i've got to have a crm and i've got to have this component to it and i've got to have that to it and i, I know i went through that process myself as a business uh, um sort of 18 months or so ago in in determining that and and had people trying to sell me certain things and I went yeah I don't really need that um and I think we can get taken swept up in oh well we must have the latest and greatest we, we we're kind of fed that 
uh, in advertising through lots of things. I mean, a good example is our phones, right? Um, most of us use a very small percentage of what our phones are capable of doing. And quite frankly, when you upgrade from one model to the next, you very rarely can tell much of a difference, right? And it doesn't really impact us hugely uh, on a day-to-day basis. And yet, wow, well, well our, our phone is two years old. We, we better get a new one. Um, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, it's a very interesting relationship that we have with that and trying to take people back to what really matters and scratch below the surface and what really is going to improve the business as, as one of my business coaches are fond of saying, uh, what's going to make the boat go faster? That's got to be the focus. Yeah. 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 What, what's going what's to make go for take it forward go go to that next level reach your expectations um and i always say to, to clients i can only do five five things i can i can increase their sales i can help them generate more leads i can help them close deals faster i can get their productivity and efficiency up and i get them more bang for their marketing buck but ultimately those are the only those are the five key drivers we're always looking to pull from that point of view, everything relates back to that. The marketing relates to all of those. You know, the the star, customer service that they provide relates back to that. Their profitability relates back to that. Their expenses relate. So it's looking at those. Those ultimately, that's what I'm looking to drive uh, when I'm I'm working on it. And the phones, the latest things. It's the basics, and that I find that they have trouble with. So often, particularly businesses up to around about a million, a million and a half, the owners and the, the directors often don't look at the profit and loss on a monthly basis in depth and actually watch it. They say the accountant produces it for us and we look at it, and but they don't actually look at it to see what's why it's there. What are the exception points? They don't have, they're not working to a, a written plan. And if you listen to anybody, I don't know any of the big, it's you know 500 asx 200 companies that don't work to a business plan why do they work to a business plan because they have to we can't work off our our head because we change it i know my brain goes at 100 miles an hour and i think oh do this how's it fit you were talking before about how does it make the machine the, the business move forward and the other aspect that they often do is they want that bit of technology without understanding it and they haven't looked at it overall and that's the that's the key thing you know what what's this basics of running the business yeah it's and and i think i wanted to extend on that because we started off by talking about relationships as well as being a, a key to that and the basics of it and that human element is something we can't underestimate and i know that's a big factor i mean there's because because the whole point of having a CRM in place, of course, is to get to know the people, but the and and try and engage with those people. But of course, you've also got to start with your own team, don't you? You've got to start with the people that you're working with and understanding them. And I think that's an important aspect that is undervalued by people, and they don't. If they do any kind of intuition in that space, it's often just in the recruitment process, and then that's kind of it. And they're not taking it any further with any real depth of understanding. And I know that's a subject that's, that's close to you as well. You, 
Thanks for I, I like that lead in. But I'll take that one another step further. One of the basis behind that when I was forming the brand Next Tree Business Growth Consultancy, I was working with Lauren Clement and doing it. And people said, yeah, why do you use why don't you use a farming analogy? Well, the farming analogy for most animals has a really bad ending. And so we don't want to think of one, I don't like to think of um clients and, and people in my business network as as animals and to there's something about a tree and there's the, the key thing is is that if you think about the roots of a business you've got you as the owner of the business and the directors of the business and the executives then you've got the employees like you said but you've also got the business community which from which you get your business um your suppliers and things like that and then you've got your customers and then you've got your family your own family and it's all those people are interacting either directly or indirectly and if you can help if you can understand the personality what's important to those people then you are going to be better able to influence them to more your way of thinking you know, get them to do something, you know, for employees, to get them to do what you want them to do because they see the benefit of it because it's, that's how I'm looking at, at relationships. And we can explore that further as well. Yeah, and I and I think that those whole that whole idea of relationships um, is sometimes I think people just, they gloss over it. And they're, they're so involved in the nitty-gritty of an operational function that they forget about the people and understanding the kinds of people that you need to work with. And it's interesting, I, I you know, as we speak at the moment, I'm recruiting a staff member. And uh, to the people I'm using to recruit, I have made it very clear that I don't want someone creative. And and the the simple reason for that is is that I've got more than enough creative energy to last the to to make up for most of the company, but we do have other creatives already in in within the business, and I need you know I need someone of a particular type that is going to counter my creativity, and I think you know that is it's really it is really important to understand those things because sometimes uh, going out and just recruiting the best person may not be the right person for you and understanding how people that are already working for you, how you can get more out of them or whether indeed maybe they're better off not in your organization, um, all of those things or how they might transition and how you might need to work with them over a period of time. I think those things are really important and it comes down to going with some kind of uh, understanding that's better than just a gut instinct on who the person is that you're actually dealing with. Yeah. yeah, And that's why we've got all those psychometric tests, you know, Myers-Briggs, DISC, um, the big five, true colours, very effective tools and develop for roughly the purposes of employing the right people and getting them in the right teams and getting it through. And that is really great, but often that doesn't then what we've got to do is translate how that interaction goes in day-to-day situations and often we're not we have to guess and that's where with customer relationships it's really important when i use 
I'm trying to use the term personal relationships, but people might think that I'm talking about, you know, dating and, and your know, home relationships. <laughs> well, those are important, okay? But I'm talking about, if you use customer relationships, the word already implies customer. Yes. But before that, you, as I mentioned, you've got employees, employees, you've got business people, you know, suppliers, the people that you're using to create your creatives, Um and people who are trying to deliver your services. You've got those leads, you've got prospects and you've got customers and you've got past customers. And having, as you're interacting with them, what's important to them? What are their values? And that's why I'm, have, the last two years, been using a co-branded technologies bank personality profiling. You know, you, you know me, Anthony. I love to show my cards. It's the only type of cards that I play with besides my credit cards. Um, those four cards are four different personalities, and we all made up a one personality, and of, of all four personalities, but one or two will be dominant. Just like in Disc and in Myers Briggs, you you have those dominant personalities, but. The thing about the co-breaker bank methodology has been scientifically validated by independent university studies to actually predict buyer behavior in less than 90 seconds. The others take a little bit longer for that, and you can't ask your clients to do it. But I can ask you, Anthony, would you do me a favor? Just read these cards and the values on the cards and tell me, put them in order, which is most important to you, the least important. And all of a sudden, there's 12 values on each card, and as soon as you move it to a give me the cards back, I know roughly how to communicate with you to what's important to you on the type of things when I'm talking about a value. And then you can communicate because there's, I don't like using too much research. Salesforce.com found that 87% of salespeople are underprepared when they go out to talk to uh, clients. And 66% of of clients get turned up by the presentation. And one last statistic I'll try not to use anymore. There's research done that found that 18%, if you presented to somebody and not in their personality type, then only 18% would buy from you. But if you changed your presentation to meet their personality type, then 82% would buy. And that's university studies again. Now, the thing behind that, Tony Robbins talks about it. Let your prospect determine your presentation. And that's what it's all about. You know, is when you so your prospect in your case might be employees. How do they fit in the team? If you're going to have somebody that is into the the key drivers are structure and personality and, and low risk and don't interrupt my day because I've got my day planned out, you don't really want them answering the phone and being the receptionist perhaps unless they've got other other things that can manage that or there's another personality you know their nurturing personality but the key thing is when you're talking to customers you've got to present because 67 percent turn off by it hope you've been enjoying the conversation so far we look forward to bringing you part two in the next episode of biz bites BizBytes is brought to you by ComTogether for all your marketing needs so you can build your brand, engage audiences on multiple platforms. Go to comtogether.com.au, follow the links to book an appointment for a free consultation.